Welcome to the On Stage with Wellness podcast. I'm Danny, And I'm Gina. We are performers turned certified health coaches who help artists reclaim their power and take intentional action in their life. Are you a performer who is tired of feeling burnt out, not good enough, and like you don't have control over your career? Get ready to feel energized, confident, and fully in charge of you on and off the stage. Tune in each week to get holistic lifestyle and nutrition tips for a sustainable career as a performer, our own inspirational stories and experiences, as well as our guests, and practical tools to handle rejection, competition, and perfectionism in the industry. And now, on with the show. Hi, guys. Welcome back to On Stage with Wellness with Gina. And Danny. <laughs> I thought I'd give you a proper intro this That's time. Sweet. Too. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, welcome back to the quarantine series. We're doing just a few of these episodes um, for this, this time that we're all going through right now, just to bring a little inspiration and some ideas, chatting with some some new guests. We have here Jamila Ford. She has a podcast called The Working Singer Podcast. We've never had a fellow podcaster on, so welcome. Thank you. I'm excited to be here, and I'm honored to be your first podcaster. Oh, (laughs) yes. We are happy you're here. We are very happy Uh, you're here. Mm. Yeah. So start by telling us a little bit about your performing background, uh, your career, and then why and how you got started doing this podcast. So let's see. Um, I started singing when I was a kid, like I think like many of us do. And I sang in school, did the whole choir thing. Uh, graduated, went to UC Riverside, majored in music with an emphasis in vocal performance. Um, When I was in school, I started writing songs. I released an EP. uh, And then coming out of school, I worked with bands, worked with different artists, and uh, at the same time, always had like a a pretty steady day job and all that kind of thing, as many of us do. And- um, What's your favorite? What's that? What was your favorite day job? My favorite? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that I... Let me think about that for a second. I'm, I'm thinking back because I've had several. Um, we call them... I call them normie jobs. Normie. I like that. You know, <laughs> right, I, I mean, not to veer off. I know we're going to get to this, but like right around this time, those jobs are like totally appreciated. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, and I will never think of a, of a day job, uh, you know, negatively again. But um, oh, I'm sure. Let's see. Gosh, in Normie Day, I had a, a really good one for several years at a school that no longer exists in um, in West Hollywood. It was called Pacific Hills, and I worked there. Actually, I didn't like teach music or anything. I was working in the office. I, like I've always just done like office work and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but that was a pretty sweet gig. We had a lot of perks. There were, you know, some wealthy parents who gave us gifts, not bribes. They just like came in with stuff. And <laughs> Great. <laughs> Love that. They would give us, you know, swag. Yeah. <laughs> so that was very nice. That was nice. And then um, I left that job. Actually, I, I was laid off from that job. But I mean, through everything, I'd always sung. I'd always done music. I was always working locally. And then um, I was laid off from that job. And then I just decided, you know, I was just going to go for it full time. And uh you know, I was I'd just been able to do that. And um, I would say, gosh, a few years ago, I'd been thinking I wanted to just do something new. So I decided podcasting would be it. 
and I'd heard another podcast on how to start a podcast. And I thought that sounds like something I, I really want to do. It was like really resonating with me. So, um, yeah, I started pulling it together and I started the working singer podcast where I interview singers about their full-time careers how they're doing it, you know, what they're doing. And one big reason that I, I uh, decided to do that was because I kept hitting a lot of dead ends. You know, I wasn't really sure, really just like those people who were like really thriving, you know, cause I felt like I was meeting my bills. I was paying bills, but I wasn't like going beyond that. So I was just like, what am I missing? Like, what am I not getting, you know? And um, I thought a great way to, to talk to these people and then like share, what I'd heard or what I learned would be a podcast. And um, so it's, it's been serving that purpose and I've been learning a lot and a lot of, you know, singers have been inspired by the stories they've heard. And um, it's just been really an all around, you know, positive experience. So. Amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. I love that. I, um, I so you said you uh, like transitioned to singing full time. Yeah. How can you, can you go a little more into detail about that? What, what did uh, you have to put in place in order to make that happen? I had nothing really in place. I mean, they let me go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was just scrambling. <laughs> right. Everyone has a different um, Yes. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. when you're pushed in full, full force, like sometimes that's the best option because you're forced totally. to put all your time into it. Yeah. You know, I mean, they've got um, agencies here uh, as far as like, uh, you know, corporate work singing, uh, you know, corporate gigs and um, casuals. And I'd always had my own thing going. So I was just, you know, just pulling it together, finding whatever session and then just, and also um, background extra work. That's like big here in LA. You can do that on the side. Uh, so, you know, from time to time I would do that. Um, I toured as a background singer. So, you know, I would love to do more of that. i I did that for uh, a jazz artist named Melody Gardo. So cool. And uh, that was really a wonderful experience. That was so much fun. And um, yeah, that, uh, you know, it's just been stuff like that. And just, you know, certainly uh, building the podcast and, and kind of building that network of people. And then just, um, you know, just with the listeners and all that kind of thing, that's kind of really been a boost, I think, because it's also very difficult to stand out, you know, as there's so many of us doing it, <laughs> yeah. you know, and to like have this, like be this person who's, you know, uniquely, you, you know, just to stand out and be unique amongst all these singers, not everybody has a podcast. And if they do, they may not be doing it consistently or whatever. So, you know, that, that was just my little way uh, also of standing out. It served a lot of purposes, but you know, um, yeah, that's definitely helped with, um, I, I would say getting gigs if I'm reaching my point. <laughs> yes. You know, that's awesome. Um, yeah. What was your favorite gig that you've done so far? So you mostly do more concert singing. No, you don't do shows or anything like no musical theater. Right. Right. Okay. Awesome. That's, I mean, that's like my dream. <laughs> I would love to yeah. do that. Um, so what's been your favorite gig? Gosh, what was my favorite? I mean, I would say 
uh, that tour that I did with uh, Melody Gardot. I mean, that was so much fun. And, you know, we, we spent time in Europe. We did our rehearsals in Maui. I mean, it just like does not <laughs> get better than wow. that. You know, and I made some Sounds really like great friends. Yeah, it was crazy. It was just like nuts. You know, I was doing a lot of auditioning for a lot of things. And I was in my car um, warming up to about to go into another audition for, you know, and uh, my friend who's a percussion player, Pete, called me and he was just like, you know, is that something, is background singing something that you do? You know, I was just there, there's auditioning for this tour, they need background singers. And I'm just thinking, I, you know, uh, trying to think of singers I would want to be on the road with, you know. So I was like, well, that's a nice compliment. And um, so I auditioned. And my, my good friend Celia happened to be there. I didn't even know she was going to be there. So um, we both toured with her for a few months. And that was really great. Yeah. That's awesome. How do you, um, what are your like practices uh, like before shows or just like keeping your voice strong? And yeah, I'm just curious, like what advice would you give to, to younger singers or singers who are pursuing a similar path as you? Um. I would say, I mean, somebody who's pursuing the path, have some good coaches that you work with. Uh, I mean, I, I'm finding more and more, and I just had a really great conversation with a guest on the show who happens to be from New Jersey, Suzanne, uh, what's her last name? Suzanne Waters, who's done really, really well in, uh, in LA and doing session singing, and she's been in tons of films and TV and stuff. Um, but, you know, we got into a really deep conversation about like the coaches that she went to, uh, you know, uh, and, you know, if the, depending on what you would like to do, they can tell you like that kind of sound would get you hired. Okay. If you do that, you go into an audition and do that, you'll get hired doing that, you know, and I'd found, you know, the same to be true for myself, you know, no matter what you're going to be doing, if you're going to be doing like some session work or you're trying to get into a corral or something like that. Um, it's just important to have that direction from somebody who's got a, a good ear for that kind of thing. And they've possibly done, you know, that kind of work themselves. I would just say your, your coaches are going to be like your mentors and, you know, work with a few, you don't have to only work with one. And, um, and, you know, that would be like my biggest thing. And then the other is, uh, you know, before gigs, I've really gotten into <laughs> when we had gigs. <laughs> um, oh, RIP. <laughs> <laughs> It'll happen again. Um, Stay hopeful. <laughs> I have really gotten into doing the semi-occluded vocal um, exercises, uh, doing the straw exercises. I mean, my gosh, those have like saved me. Like, you know, Danny, you have like some experience with the, uh, the straw exercises. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually, uh, hired a vocal coach, not, I'm actually not a singer. I'm a dance background, but I, uh, I teach. You fitness could classes. be a singer. You could totally <laughs> be a singer. Sweet. I actually really <laughs> want to take vocal lessons. It's for realsies. Um, I talked to Isaac, my partner, and um, I was like, for Christmas next year, can you get me voice lessons? Um, oh, amazing. I'm so proud. Like, it's always just something I've wanted to like learn, uh -huh. but I don't know. I've just always been like afraid and I don't know, whatever. Anyway. Do it. 
Um, thank you. I appreciate the encouragement, <laughs> but uh, I'm a fitness teacher and I used to lose my voice a lot and I never knew how to, I still struggle, but I was like always talking from like my throat voice, I guess, and not like breathing and speaking from breath. So from the I diaphragm. Think, yes. Thank you. That's it. Yes. Um, so I learned a few like straw exercises. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Those yes. will save you. And, you know, mm. especially with doing, uh, there's some gigs where you may, you might not be, you might not have that much control over the set list and they might put a bunch of songs with you belting in a row, you know, singing your face off. And, uh, I've just found, you know, even without the straw, just to turn around, uh, to the bandstand, maybe while somebody's soloing and doing some, you know, some trills or some buzzes, pulls me together. I mean, it's just like saved my butt. <laughs> That's great tips. Yeah. I think because yeah. uh, for me, I did a lot of shows and you, you had that time to rest. You had that time, whether it was like a scene or um, a dance number or whatever, where you could kind of recover a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. But that's so cool to hear from you where it's like ongoing and you're kind of the only one on stage and, and yeah. it's just constant. So that's really cool to hear that. Yeah. Just these little tricks. You have to help yourself sometimes yeah. because some, somebody may not understand that to put like five, you know, like an Aretha song and then a Shaka Khan song Ugh. and then like, you know, <laughs> then a Mariah Carey song. Oh, and then like a, you know, it's just like, okay, we're going to have to break this up. And <laughs> like, that is not my only skill. <laughs> gonna have to yeah calm it down yes yes well, that, oh, you sound real fierce then if those are your lineups oh, <laughs> yes. but, you know I would also say like some of the singers I've learned the most for I mean like some of the best showmanship I've seen on stage is from those singers I know who have started off as dancers and I think that's a really great way to start off because some of us you know we'll just sing and we maybe don't, <laughs> we don't want to be heard or whatever yeah. and and you know, but if you you're like in your body, you're already on stage. You know, so much more stage presence. presence. Yeah, yeah, I think that's great. You know, Carol Hatchett, who I interviewed, she was a harlot for Bette Midler, and she's worked with like ed everybody, anybody you can think of. I interviewed her last year, and I've we've been on stage a lot together, and she's just like one of these people that I like look at. I forget that we're working, <laughs> 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 staring at her the whole time because she is just like boom in her body and oh my gosh she's fantastic long legs tall insane just fabulous so that's I think that's so a great cool. way to start off well you've given me hope thank yeah, you yeah I was about to yeah. say <laughs> got some hope dance my new dream yes oh my god we're gonna make this happen for you <laughs> yes. what's your uh Jamila what's your go-to song what's like your go-to audition song my go-to audition song. Yeah. Um, I like to do Valerie. I like that one. Uh, oh, I love that song. Amy Winehouse's version. Yeah. Yep. Um, that's been my go-to lately. Or if they really, really, really need to hear, it would probably be like an Aretha song if they really need to hear me. Ah! You know, yes. so. Amazing. Sorry, my cat yeah. literally just walked across my <laughs> microphone. <laughs> They don't care. Good thing I was on mute. <laughs> I was on mute, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love both of those songs, Aretha Franklin. Um, I just, yeah. I wish those were songs that were my type because <laughs> I would, yeah. I would sing them at every audition. I love them yeah. so much. 
Yeah. What's your tune, Gina? What do you like to audition uh, with? Oh, man. Right now, um, I think because I'm living in Orlando doing D- the Disney World thing, mm-hmm. um, I've been doing, a, I, I play obviously a lot of like young kids. So I do a lot of, um, I do like Anna from Frozen. Um, I do um, Adam's Family. Um, yeah, like crazier than you and, um, and, uh, yeah, I do a lot of like kid songs, lots of kid songs. Nice. Yeah. Belty, poppy, like very pingy. Cause that's really where my voice thrives. Nice. So, yeah. But if I could sing Aretha Franklin or Whitney Houston song, I would love that. Practice. I know. I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Sing them on yeah. YouTube. Well, I'll try something new. <laughs> well, I think it's definitely a great skill to be able to uh, sound like a kid, oh actually. God. You know, um, that's a huge, especially in session singing. You know, yeah. oftentimes maybe they can't uh, find a kid. Maybe they can't find a kid that's all that skilled and they need to, but they still need somebody that sounds young. You yeah. Know? Um, For sure. Yeah, that's a great skill. I got. And say. honestly, it was great. And I got work for a long time because you can't have a child, obviously, working on a cruise ship. Yeah. You know, they have to be 18 and, um, right. You know, in a, in a really unstable environment. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's why I worked for so long. Cause they were like, wow, she can play little kids and actually sound like a little kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's valuable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not too many limitations there. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. So with, um, this podcast, what are your, what are your goals moving forward? For this podcast that you have? Um, a big goal has been to build, I guess, community in LA. You know, we've had several um, events around the podcast, just like gotten together and sung, you know, just in, had like networking events and, and things like that. That's so cool. Uh, yeah. So that's been fun. I would like to, we did a, um, a workshop in Big Bear last uh, October. Um, and I'd like to grow it in that way, you know, just offering more workshops and more growth opportunities for everybody, you know, um, just continue to be a resource for everyone and just be in the flow with it. You know, I'm, I'm not sure where it could go. People, you know, people who have podcasts end up writing books and they end up doing various things. So, you know, that might be something, but definitely, you know, with the workshops and, you know, I, I've started teaching. So um, it's been really great to talk to some of the best teachers, you know, um, in the country, if not in the world and, and kind of get their uh, insights on teaching people one-on-one and, and how, how you can best listen to a voice and just everything that they've got to say, you know, that's, that's been really valuable. So just to, you know, really continue to be a resource and be in the flow with things, just be open to whatever comes has kind of been my thing. That's awesome. I mean, it sounds like it's been such a, you know, great community building thing for you, which is, yeah. I mean, is, was that your intention when you first started it too, to like build a community or? Yeah. I mean, it was really more, I think I thought more along the lines of, information. I just need information. Mm. We all need information. I just got to get some information. I'm kind of, uh, I don't even know if I would consider myself like 
the kind of person, you know, a community builder or whatever, but that's kind of how it evolved. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, I did notice that over the, over the years, uh, sometimes people would call to ask me stuff, get my opinion about stuff like that. And that's happened more with the podcast. Um, being in uh, existence, I guess. So, uh, yeah, but you yeah, kind of appear really as nice. an, an expert. So people kind of have yeah. you as their go-to. Yeah. Well, I've definitely learned a ton. So, you know, I like that you are, yeah, you're, you're using a lot of like, I've learned a lot language. Cause it's true. That's like, that's part of the, the best yeah. thing about this. I feel like, you know, starting a podcast, you're like, I'm just going to learn. I'm going to figure it out as I go. And I'm going to like yeah. learn about, you know, other people and what they're doing and, yeah. yeah. Who's been your, who's been your favorite guest? If you have one, if you can say. <laughs> oh, those might be fighting words for something. We won't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, let me grab, I'm sorry. I'm going to grab my plug. So no, you're good. Oh, you're good. Um, well, I'm grabbing it. It can be a few. About that. Well, you know, my recent guest, yeah, I've got a few, but uh, my recent guest, Suzanne Waters, was really wonderful. Let me mm -hmm. say that again because the door was closing. My recent guest, Suzanne Waters, was really wonderful. Um, you know, we kind of had a similar um, background in that we'd both been laid off um, and uh, were in day jobs and still did singing, still did music and all that kind of thing. Um, and had like different, I feel like she's, I mean, I feel like she just fared better. Like she, you know, I was like, oh, you know, I really would have liked to have joined the union and been able to get like those, I mean, I'm not dead, so I can still do it, but, um, <laughs> you know. <True. laughs> no day but today. <laughs> still here. Um, but um, I guess I, you know, that was just a recent interview. It was my latest one. And I really learned a lot about, um, just kind of pushing forward in resilience because we both been off late, like I said, both been laid off around the same time. We were both in day jobs, and you know, she really worked with, uh, really got with her coaches and was just like very focused, um, as far as like you know, uh, getting into what choir she would need to get into. That's kind of a big thing here, is like you know, um doing the corrals, which can, you know, get you some session work, which can get you royalties if you're, you know, on some really great sessions and things like that. You want to get into the union. You know, that wasn't a big goal of mine, but after doing that interview, I was just like, well, maybe that's something that I really need to be serious about, you know? Um, so that Explain was- Explain that corrals for me. Um, the corrals, well, there are- um, Sorry, I could not reach my plug. Okay. I just realized I was saying something, but I need to <laughs> Oh. Anyway, you're good. <laughs> oh. So they've got like the master corrals and you, and to be in those, you really need to be like, a, a you know, uh, sight reading, sight singing is a big thing. And a mm -hmm. lot of session singers, um, 
do uh, those are, are participating in them. I don't know. I mean, is that I, like a choir or? Yeah, it's a, okay. I'm sorry. It's a choir. You're good. You're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pro level. I don't know if they get paid. I'm not sure if, it's, if it works like that. I've never mm. been in one, but just from what I understand, it's like high level singing. A lot of session singers do it. Very um, cool. Yeah. You should be able to sight sing and all of that. And, uh, or if you, you're not that great at it, it can be a, a way to get better at it. There's also the community choirs that you can get into to kind of get your chops together. And um, there's also a sight singing workshop that happens um, weekly uh, at the SAG After Building. Um, <clears throat> I didn't realize life. choirs were so big in, in LA. I know. We're East, <laughs> we're East Coast girls, so. It's interesting because... Us. Yeah, it's interesting to me because LA is known, I think, as being like kind of vapid and maybe not, you know, not as um, deep yet to be a singer here to like really work and really do some session singing. You really need to know your crap, you know. Um, so, yeah. yeah, that's that. I that always struck me as interesting. But um, I don't even remember where I was going with that. But yeah, oh, just my favorite guess. <laughs> that veered off. But <laughs> I forgot the question, honestly. <laughs> so anyway, Suzanne was one somebody that I really she's really gotten me to like mull things over. I mean, she was just talking about her life, and and I just thought, wow, what a very different you know trajectory we've had. Because I you know I didn't really take being in the union that seriously as a singer, but that is a valuable thing, you know, as ter in terms of what you can earn later. And then, um, gosh, her, uh, I had a laryngologist on, um, named Rena Gupta, who, um, you know, she was just really fantastic and she's well known here. She's treated a lot of the singers here, um, with their vocal issues and, uh, as well as working with a lot of, you know, well-known singers and stuff like that. But that was an episode where I really learned a lot about, um, just the voice as a, mechanism the larynx as a mechanism and all that kind of thing and maybe a lot of the things that I thought <laughs> to be true um, or maybe only true for me and not everybody else you know that's that's like one of those things because I know a lot of information gets passed around if you do this da, 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 if you drink you know if you have dairy and, and they not that mess not mess that may not necessarily be the case for everybody because not everybody's allergic you know but yeah. I happen to be very allergic so I can't do dairy. I turn into a mess, but somebody else could be perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you just kind of have to like listen to your own body. Um, I love that. That's like health coaching yeah. 101. Right. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Yeah. yeah. Good. Well, some great ones. Oh, and I'll say one yes. more who mm -hmm. I think is wonderful. My friend Celia, who I did actually tour with, I, cause I, I've noticed a thing with a lot of singers, many have, you know, tried and quit you know, tried and gotten really frustrated and given up. And, you know, I've had a couple of singers on who didn't sing for like a decade, you know, uh, sang and then stopped singing for like a decade. And one, um, who's my good friend, uh, you know, loved her story because she uh, was doing music in high school and was really learning a lot and then got married at, at 19. And, you know, her husband was also a musician and, and, was like, um, we're never going to make it. Let's just get regular jobs. And, and so she was just like, you know, being the dutiful 
wife. She, you know, listened to him. And then years go by and she's like getting more and more miserable and is not understanding really why, not really making that connection. And maybe until the end of the relationship. Um, and, you know, so the relationship ends up, you know, uh, fizzling out in a very painful way, but it was just like, after that happened, she moves to New York and like resumes doing music. And it was just like, you know, she was back in the flow with things. It's almost as if it was just waiting for her to come back to it. And I always thought that was like such a beautiful story. I, I always loved her story so much because, you know, now, and even when that was many, many years ago. And <laughs> the other thing about that is as many years ago as it was, people were still telling her that she was too old to get back into music was another thing. Yeah. And people need to stop that with was, that. That was BS. I know. That was BS. That mm -hmm. was BS because That's like you a know, limiting belief. Oh, it's limiting. And who, what don't I mean, with stuff like this, people just don't know. They can't tell yeah. you what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, like age shaming. Like, come on. Yeah, that's a that's definitely a thing, and sh and she was just like she kept doing it anyway. She was working a lot. Okay. She was doing session work. She was you know doing background singing. Um, she got a tour with Pink. She ended up okay. Getting a, yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, getting a tour with Enrique Iglesias, who she's been working oh. with for like the past seven years, I think. So you know, nobody knows. Oh, okay. Seven years. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like you know. Sometimes we talk that. about it, and it's just like nobody knows shiz yeah. you know it's just yeah. like they can't tell you anything just yeah. do your thing yeah. i love hearing like people's paths and trajectories because it's so unique like it, yeah. it everybody's path is so different and there's mm -hmm. not like oh i think there's such a misconception like first i have to do this and yep. then i have to do this yeah and, you know but really that's not the case like you can create it however you want and yes. like mm -hmm. stop singing for however many years and go back to it and you yeah. know i think that's so cool that you did that and yeah. brought the joy back into her life because that was not you know yes. made her really happy oh my god yeah. so good so yeah. how how are you making yourself happy right now how are how are you creating and, and bringing joy into this quarantine situation right now um you know i'm just kind of taking the time to as I realize I cannot spend 24 hours a day worrying, um, <laughs> I'm trying to spend a portion That's of true. it. Yeah. Please don't. <laughs> like a few minutes of worrying. Yeah, I'll spend a few minutes. It's kind of, you know, I'm just like, sort of, uh, some things are in my hands and some things aren't. So what's in my hands is like, you know, um, I still have some students that I'm working with online. So I'm just kind of reading things that will make me a better teacher, reading about more about technique. Um, and just kind of preparing for when we get out of this, you know, uh, I'd been, you know, do wake up, I wake up and I do yoga. Um, actually down dog ha is offering their app for free for like the next month, I think. And it's a really great comprehensive oh, nice. app. Yeah. I really, oh, cool. I really love, it. I talked about them a lot on this episode. I really, you would think they were giving me money. I was talking about this <laughs> but. I know last, uh, our last guest, we were like, yeah, we went to Whole Foods. Whole Foods, please sponsor us. <laughs> right. Please sponsor us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just been doing yoga, trying to take care of my body. Cause I, you know, that's kind of been my thing this year. Um, is just to be, uh, 
just more connected to my physical well-being, I think. And, you know, this has kind of been a good time to do it, kind of maintain a, a schedule where I wake up and I, you know, after feeding the cats and cleaning the litter box, do my yoga and journal and do a little bit of reading and um, do this really great meditation that my friend gave me. So just stuff like that, just trying to stay centered and, you know, control the things that I can control, you know, so. I love that. That sounds a lot like our routines for sure. Yeah. I was like, we nice. do this thing. No, we were like, oh my God, cool. twins. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah. Has it, um, has this, has the quarantine and stuff affected your work life? I mean, I know it's pretty yeah. rough in LA, right? Yes. It yeah. has, I have like no gigs, you know, that's kind right. of, I just started teaching. Um, I get sessions from time to time, but I mean, the gigs that, that all my eggs that's have certain. pretty much been in that basket. And so, um, and then some, uh, background extra work too, which is always, you know, which is always good at certain times. That's nobody's filming. All productions have shut right. down. So, uh, that's gone. <laughs> so a lot of us are just like, okay, well, you know, let's go apply somewhere and, yeah. uh, you I know, podcasting more. Uh, I've been doing that about the same amount. I actually, that's something I've had to, um, I would guess, what would I say is the word kind of, uh, rededicate myself to, because I was feeling a little bit run down to be honest. Mm. So, um, you know, I'm doing more interviews and setting up more, setting up more and just kind of re, uh, calibrating, I guess, as far as that goes. But I did uh, release my first solo episode, which was really great. It was so easy just to pop on and like, <laughs> just, just talk. And then, isn't it, you don't have to schedule with anyone. <laughs> you can yes. be like, Hello, here I am. Hello. I am in my pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that was something I was afraid to do, which, oh, you good. know, yeah. I'd actually, I'd actually done. And, um, uh, yeah. So in this sort of rededication to the podcast, uh, just, uh, you know, reaching out to some more people. I know people have, you know, time on their hands. So if they're interested, <laughs> if these particular people are interested, then, you know, we, it'll probably be easier for us to schedule something at this point. Um, but yes, I, I, um, I, I'd say that's another positive that's come out of this is, you know, just sitting down and thinking and like remembering my why for doing things. Cause it's been a really positive thing, but it's also been, I mean, the podcast, but it's also been a ton of work and I'm kind of doing it by myself and yeah. I'm, you know, I was getting a little bit, uh, tired, you know, and I'm, and I was just like, uh, well, I want to keep doing it, but how can I set myself up to remain enthusiastic, you know, cause I, yeah. it's, it's, it is a valuable thing. And, um, you know, certainly to me and all of that, but I was just like feeling physically just like run down and mm. <laughs> yeah. it was getting hard to find energy. So, yeah. 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 Right now we do, um, we do episodes every other week because it helps us with our, usually with our like full-time schedules and, mm. um, yeah. So we tr try to trim it back so that it's more of a sustainable schedule yeah. for us. Um, and then obviously like we both kind of split what we're doing half and half, but for yeah. you, I would, I would definitely recommend outsourcing, um, anything, yeah. anything that you can. Yeah. 
definitely yeah, that you do it you do it by yourself i mean fierce that's great yeah for sure <laughs> it's definitely like it's it's work for sure i mean mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's work for two of us and we're taking it so yeah yeah and yeah. create create systems if you can i mean that's really helped mm. us is create a schedule create yeah. um some sort of um outline for yourself um that's yeah. really helped us like stay organized and less overwhelmed i think What's Advice your system like, actually? Podcast. Oh, oh <laughs> yes. my God. We've never talked about it. Here we go. Here's our advice. Yes. yes. Our advice. Look at us. I would love, I would love to hear your system because I haven't really talked to anybody about this. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, um, we haven't really talked about it either. I know. I'm like, <laughs> here, here we go. go. Tell them our system, Gina. Okay. Well. It is like the organization queen. So I love nice. organizing. I'm a little bit more like. Hey. Ah. No, you're the you're the one who's like, get your ass in gear. Like, <laughs> let's go. And I'm like, oh my gosh, let's clean it all up. Yep, um, you clean me. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. We um obviously it was a learning process. We tried a few things. Uh saw what worked, saw what didn't work. And we're constantly looking at our systems and being like, no, like we need to change this or no, we need to use this system instead. Um, we did a lot of research. We didn't really know what we were doing. Um, but we just trusted our gut and kind of went from there and just learned as we went. Um, we use Trello. I know a lot of businesses use, uh, use Trello for like their own, social media calendars or, um, like content creation, blogs, mm-hmm. things like that. But we use mm-hmm. it for our podcasts and you can invite whoever you want onto the board and you can create all these different cards and there's a checklist due dates. You can add media. It's a really cool, um, little feature, little structured, um, program. Mm-hmm. So we use that for a lot of, uh, of ways to keep like our episode ideas on there, um, all the notes that we take, um, all of our like admin information um, for all of our accounts. So mm-hmm. yeah, we use that a lot. Don't That's we probably know? our best tool. Yeah, Trello nice. is really awesome. Um, nice. We also have like our own dedicated um, Google account and we mm-hmm. created, we outsourced and created a logo, created a brand. Um, so that we wouldn't have to create it ourselves. Um, and we use that for everything. We created an Instagram handle for that, which I'm sure you already have that. Um, yours looks so beautiful. Um, yeah. So we did that. And then we, um, we use things like Canva to create our media. Um, we have a Google drive where we store all of our episodes. Um, I just use GarageBand to edit. Um, super simple. We created an outro and an intro. Um, this is getting really in depth, but like, yeah, we, uh, we just, we created systems that, that work and, um, we just make it work for our, cause we both work full time when we're working, (laughs) but yeah. What about you, Jamila? What, what are your systems or how do you, um, technology look like? mm. Canva has been great. That's a really great one. I Um, love Canva, dude. Oh my God. I could cry. I love them so much. I don't know why. I always wonder how they're free. Like I really do. I know. Well, if you want, yeah, you, I guess you pay if you want to upgrade. Yeah. But most of the stuff is free. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. I've paid for it off and on, you know, depending on what I I wanted. Um, but that one's great. Um, Wave is good for my audiograms. Oh yeah. We use that I too. Love that one. 
just oh, nice. started using it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's brilliant. There's so many great tools. Uh, I use Libsyn to store everything. Um, I oh, I forgot to say what we use. We use Transistor. Transistor. Yeah. Okay, I hadn't even heard of that one. Yeah, we How did a you? little bit of research. Lipson was also one that we were considering. Yeah. Um, but we went for, for the other one. Why'd you choose, uh, what is it, Transistor you said? Mm-hmm. Transistor. Transistor. Yeah. yeah. Why did we end up going with that I one, Danny? I don't remember. I just, I don't know. I think we were just like, this looks good. And we just, uh, mm. we heard of other podcasters who used it. Yeah, maybe that. it was the user-friendly or user-friendly. Yeah. It's, it's really user-friendly. And I think it came with a website, like a landing page. Does Lipson oh, come? Yeah, I think that was part of it. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, Lipson, yeah, they have something, but I, I built a, I built a blog on WordPress. I just ended up doing oh, nice. that. And, yeah. Uh, so that's another tool. Um, you blog often? Yeah. I mean, the, uh, the, the episodes are basically the blog. Oh, right. Okay. But I, on uh, the working awesome. singer, it's the working singer podcast.com. I do have like a set, like a resource page, you know, right now I've been posting a lot of resources because people are really struggling with what's been going on. Yeah. yeah. But uh, normally, awesome. yeah. Um, normally, you know, below all of that, it's all just kind of been like, <laughs> I guess, uh, priority, you know, yeah. uh, but towards, towards the bottom of that, it's just like different, um, vocal contractors and things like that. Um, uh, let me think what else that site singing class that is available. I have a link to that just like different, if I've had like a really interesting guest on who has something amazing, then I'll usually add them into my resource page. Um, that's great. Uh, yeah. So, and I'm just trying to like use that, um, use that blog site as maybe just a place people visit, you know, and, um, use as a resource. So, um, beautiful. Yeah. I'm thinking of what else I do the editing in, uh, I have, God, what is that? Oh, studio one, which is way more than you need for, I was doing other stuff with studio one. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, you know, editing, um, there has been easy with all the other stuff I've been doing. So I just, I just left it at that. And then, um, what else was I going to say? Oh, I do a lot of stuff on Google Docs. So mm-hmm. I, um, I take all of my notes there. Like when I'm Love editing, I've got like a template and, you know, an episode template and I, uh, take notes as I'm listening to the episode. And as I'm listening to that, I'm just kind of constructing the little bio that I'm going to put up later. So everything, all of the copy or whatever lives there. Yeah. And then I've always got access to it. So that's kind of how I've been doing that. Um, cool to see how there's just there's lots of different ways yeah to go about this so and it's so cool yeah. to hear like different people's systems and and how they yeah. work and it's I love it. to get ideas from everybody too yeah if anybody wants to start a podcast during this time this is here there you go, you go. here's the time 101 <laughs> <laughs> these are yeah. hot tips coming at you hot tips <laughs> so so uh amateur but we got this. <laughs> I know. so amateur. I know. I know. I have, I'm just total gorilla. Uh, I know. <laughs> no, you're great. Um, I have one more question for you. Yeah. Um, what advice would you give performers um, during this kind of quarantine period? Um, I mean, I would just say take care of yourself and, uh, you know, uh, think of 
uh, the ways that you uh, would like to grow coming out of this, um, during this and coming out of it. And I suppose think about the future, uh, prepare for your future without worrying about it. Cause I've, you know, we've heard that, that saying that um, depression is when you're stuck in the past and anxiety is when you're stuck in the future. So if we can, you know, just kind of be present. Um, that's what I've kind of been I think I've been doing a pretty good job of it, you know, just trying to roll with it. Phrase, it's beautiful. Yeah, that's helped me a lot because I'm just like, am I, am I mad right now? What am I? (laughs) Am I like reverting back to that one thought, you know, and getting like upset and depressed about it or whatever? Mm. Um, You know, so that's just kind of pulled me into the present. Um, But uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, the best thing you can do is take care of yourself and look for resources. So many people are offering free stuff right now because you know, they just want to help everybody. Um, a lot of companies are doing that. Um, and I've got, you know, on my uh, resource page on workingseniorpodcast.com, I've, I've got that. And uh, one of my latest episodes, you know, I kind of just dedicated to talking about like what I've been doing. Um, and I, I had put up a bunch of links on stuff you can work on where it's like online piano courses or like, you know, that's kind of a big thing for us singers. Like a lot of us are terrible keyboard players. So <laughs> that's kind of something I've been working on um, is getting that skill together. And actually uh, a good resource, um, John Henney, who is a, an amazing vocal coach. I hope to have him on my show. He has a podcast called The Intelligent Vocalist. Um, but he has a wonderful uh, course, online course for uh, people who want to teach um, singing. And he's also uh, offering his online piano course that is uh, meant specifically for singing teachers. He's so offering that cool. for free. Yeah, it's free. He's not upselling anything. It's just, you know, available. He's posted it on Facebook. I've been using it and it's been great. Like just the way he explains stuff, I've already made like progress with things. Cause you know, I even majoring in music, I, I still, you know, I don't know. You just have to have things explained to you a certain way, I think. And yeah, he's great with doing that. So what's his name again? John Henny, uh, John and then H E N N Y. Awesome. Um, just really fantastic. There's so, always stuff to learn. Always. Absolutely. absolutely. And shoot, you know, if, if Lululemon closes, I could be teaching people some musica. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. This Look is the that. time. This is the time. This, this is the time. time. Well, I would love to ask you one more question because sure. your last one was not <laughs> enough, Danny. <I'm> just <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> it um, has to be the last one. <laughs> has to be. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> what does on stage with wellness mean to you? Ooh, on stage with wellness. On stage with, well, I mean, the first word that comes to me is uh, confidence, I guess. Um, Love that. Yeah, that is the first thing that comes to me. And I had gotten advice uh, from, it was actually an acting coach um, who said, you know, when you're in your performance, you're going to be on stage or you, or you're even just going to audition, like make sure you have what you need, you know, like do just take care of yourself, do what you need to do so that you can do your job, you know, cause nobody else is going to do that for you, you know? Yes. Uh, um, so just, 
you know, I think that says to me, it's like having that confidence. Um, maybe it's even more like, uh, that presence of mind or that self-sufficiency or something like that, but just really make sure you have what you need, you mm -hmm. know, think that through. I love that. You can't show up for others if you don't show up for yourself first. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. Where can our uh, audience find you, Jamila? They can find me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they can find me at jamilaford.com. It's J-A-M-I-L-A-F-O-R-D.com. Uh, the Working Singer Podcast.com. And then uh, on all the social medias, at Jamila Ford Music or at the Working Singer Podcast. You type that in, you'll find me somewhere. Awesome. <laughs> and I'm sure we'll link yeah. you below as well. So yeah, yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. It's been such a joy to have you. Thank you. It's been great to be here. What a great conversation. Thanks for having me. Good. Bye. Awesome, girl. And uh, we'll uh, see you next time. <laughs> you too. Thanks. Hey, creatives. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. We are beyond grateful for your interest and support in our conversation. We hope you'll tune in each week for fresh new content and some inspiration from wherever you are in the world. Whether you're on tour, auditioning, or in your hometown community theater, share this with your cast, friends, and anyone in the industry who could benefit from this podcast. If you like what you hear, write us a review. You can do this through Apple, Spotify, or wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Share with us what you liked and what you want to hear more of. This will help us with our mission to support performers with their health and wellness goals. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at On Stage with Wellness. You can follow Danny at Danny Nicole Wellness and Gina at Gina Daniels Coaching. You can find all the links you need in the show notes. Until next time, performers, remember, you know enough, you have enough, and you are enough.